Hey. I got my mama on the boards. Yeah. Up in my room, I'm watching the time fly. It's sunny outside, a beautiful day. Niggas still dying, what can I say? I keep a pistol, it keep me safe. Hey, that's what I tell myself. I wonder how God feel. I wonder if God real. Cause I know niggas ain't deserve to die. I know mamas ain't deserve to cry. Whole timeline saying Birdie died. Then you got wings, you deserve to fly. I'm just a nigga from the VA. LL, EJ. Old niggas ain't no. Made it now, niggas ain't bro. Niggas don't hoop, niggas don't smoke. Wish I could hold you and never let go. I know you been hurt. I know you in pain. You been through the worst, yeah. You went through it first, hey. You came out the V, yeah. So what your shit flop, hey. You made it to me, yeah. A legend, a king, hey. My brother, my king. Yes, sir. Oh man, another week, another show. Isn't that a great thing? That's a wonderful thing. Another week, another show. Um, we are here. We are back. Everybody is safe. We have survived another week. Uh, glad to be with my brothers. Always, yes, always. Shout out to the listener. We appreciate you. Um, we gonna get this started off right. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, haters of all ages, welcome to the UDK podcast. I am your host, Jay Easy. To my left, Hex. to my right, KG from DC. In the middle, er, middle. and in the building, as always, Jay to the 18th flatter. Yes, sir. All right, now. Oh, he yeah. going by the original yes, name. Yes, sir. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are here. Uh, another week, uh, another glorious day. Um, wellness check. We're going to start this off right. How you doing? How you feeling? That? Good, good. Good, good. Good, good. Not good. good. Not regular good. Super good. Super. <laughs> Super good. Super good. Herb, how you feeling? I'm cool, bro. You happy cool? to be amongst my brothers. Absolutely. I'm actually happy to be with four wheels again since I was incapacitated uh, <laughs> for a while. Down and out. I was walking like a motherfucker this week, but you know, back at it. KG. Uh, angry as always, so I'm ready. Angry and happy. I mean, we can call it that. Sure. 70, 30, 60, 40. It, look. Happiness is a passing thing. I am always happy to be with my brothers. I'm always happy to be able to express the things that we have to say. I'm always happy to be able to wake up in the morning. There you go. That being said, I'm happy to be angry. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm like the Hulk. I don't have to get angry. <laughs> I'm, always angry. I'm always angry. <laughs> I'm always angry. David. Yes. JR, how you feel? Oh, man. As you know, optimistic. Yeah. As always. Yeah. Um, sometimes, though, you do have to be angry to ultimately get to the To get some shit done. Yeah, to get some, sh- yeah. some shit done. Get some basically. shit done. Yeah. Um, so, uh, let me just, full transparency, uh, we, we got here, we've been in the studio like an hour and a half, mm-hmm. right? We've been here, ready to go, but we've been having some of the best conversations I feel like we've ever had. Um, and I'm, I feel bad because y'all didn't get to hear half of the shit. I don't feel um, bad. I do because I want them to come back. They, 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 they should People hear don't watch practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. They see the game. Uh, that's fact. That's fact. <laughs> they see the game. Um, so uh, the conversation that we had right before we got onto the podcast was about culture, right? It was about culture. Yep. And. My biggest question is, how can we get change? How can we develop a, a love and a caring for each other enough to affect change if we don't have a culture? And do we have enough culture to actually affect change? Okay, um, I'll start this off. 
Yes. We have enough culture to affect change. The problem is we have never decided on what our culture is. Mm-hmm. And and there was a time and there still exists a time where people believe that church is our culture, even though it never came from us, even though it was exposed to us. And that's not to call it wrong or right. It just simply is a truth about how we got there. Hip hop is a culture that we developed, just like jazz is a culture that we developed. And simply because other people try and do participate in it doesn't change the fact that we developed it much like Kwanzaa is something that we developed. And just because you see a white woman in Daishiki doesn't mean that all of a sudden Kwanzaa is some bullshit. Now, I can't tell you that I run with Kwanzaa on a regular basis because I really don't. That being said, I respect the fact that it was black made, just like uh, I can throw in uh, black Muslims as a culture that we have developed because they're not like other Muslims around the world. Um, These are things that have been developed. The problem is that when everyone can look back at hundreds of years and we can look back at 40, 50, 60, it's hard to get people on track with, yeah, I wanna get behind this because we're dealing with religious cultures that have gone back thousands of years, dealing with uh, ways of running uh, countries and companies going back so many years. People are always trepidatious about doing that, and I understand that reasoning. But that didn't stop, I don't know, 300,000 people from being Mormons. Why black people always scared to join into something and make that their culture because it was starting in the 70s. Irv, let me ask you, do we have, do you feel like we have enough culture, enough community to actually make a change for, for, I, I don't, I guess our people, because black people is kind of, I mean, for black people, for our people, do we feel like we have enough culture, enough, uh, enough camaraderie, enough unity to make a change? Uh, I can't get with how the question is being posed. Thank you. Because because I'm a little mad you asked you asked a, a different question than me. Yeah, I didn't want I didn't, I didn't want to say. You're right. I didn't want you're, to right. you're right. Yeah, I didn't want to say. It's it's. I mean, you to me you're asking a question of about something that already exists in my world. I mean, we we built the civil rights movement. That's part of our culture, right? We Thank we, you. we had to fight for just the right to exist in this country. But, but like KG said. We we working on 40, 50 years and everybody else is working on hundreds of years. And remember, we there has been uh, people have worked actively to suppress our culture. So saying that we're going to build it and it's going to be as good as everybody else's. I mean, what's what's really fucked up to me, bro, is that we talk about our culture. I, I know we, we're going to say the Mitch McConnell thing for later. Yeah. But the fact that we can't we don't have an American culture. You know, it's, 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 we have, we, we talk about being Americans and then we talk about the individualism of each American and then we talk about the individualism of their cultures, which, which makes us separate and works to keep us separate instead of bringing us together. But still, until, until we get to a point where we're all saying that these are our customs, it's like, I, I know that people will say, well, we've, we got Thanksgiving. 
And we've got Christmas. You know, we, we, you know, shit like that. Uh-huh. But, but you know, you get what I'm saying. Until we can say that this is an, an American custom. Because, you know, American customs come from everybody else's shit. You know. Right, right, right. If, if, if hamburgers and Christmas is going to be the best, then we, can, <laughs> we, we got a long way to go. You Facts. Mm. Man, 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 man. Uh, Do we have culture? Do we have enough to affect change? Do we have enough consistency, enough enough unity in our culture to affect change? Who gets uh, whose culture gets assimilated more than anybody? No, I take that back because technically, if we're being real, white folks are the culture that get assimilated more than anybody. But after white folks. Whose culture gets similar? Yeah, I, I would argue that because I don't think white culture gets assimilated more. It's assumptive, and I don't think that's exactly the same thing because something being assimilated means it's being already acknowledged as something separate. Let me stop. You. And I, I don't want to get too crazy. Let me stop. Go, go, Let me stop. go ahead. Every other racial or ethnic group has to uh, become a part of the masses in order to fit, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. That's the well, assumption. Yeah. Right. So yeah, gotcha. what, white folks don't have to come to America to fit in, necessarily. They already, yeah. They hear. So if, if, if you don't look like they look, you don't speak the language, or you got an accent, you, you're you're trying to find your way to fit into. Well, see, that's where I agree with you from the beginning. Was yes, it took a while for the Irish to fit in because they were seen as white niggas when they got here. But when they were given something, because and when they're given something is always a response to something else happening. So, oh well, I don't want to acknowledge this group. Yeah, y'all continue as the officers. I'm I'm gonna say I think tru- truly what is the reality here is this is a, it's it's bigger than simply the race itself, and I say that because let's not forget white women couldn't vote, and so they allowed black men to vote. Once they allowed the black man to be able to vote then they realized they were about to lose when it came to voting. So they said, well, we'll allow our white women to then be, we'll allow white women to be able to vote. Susan B. Anthony. To offset the number of black men who are going to legally be able to participate and who are going to do so. So culturally, they didn't respect themselves at all because they didn't need their women. Once Once the game got going, they realized they had to include them only to offset us. So culturally, when we say, do we have culture? Can we affect change? No, we can't. We don't have the numbers to affect change. True change. That's why when we when we want to vote on something, we don't just get our way. Mm-hmm. We, we, we always need somebody else to get always on board. Allies. We, as long as our percentage in this country is as low as it is, as long as decency is not a, a sought-after characteristic. Prerequisite. Prerequisite mm-hmm. is the word of There you yep. go. Um, as long as the result of us not having doesn't make anybody else have a bad day, mm-hmm. then we, are, we will forever be lost as it relates to being able to have the, the ability to affect 
change. Now, what we do have is our own thing. Before we got on, I mentioned how integration played such a, a part in when we were suffering together, living together, counting on one another, teaching each other, believing in each other, protecting each other. Because again, we got off in this conversation about the, all the, the murders is going on and what's going on in Chicago and different different major cities. And all I, only I can say is that somehow we lost the connection with being able to have the stories trickle down that would tell the 13 year old young man, there's nothing in me that would make me harm another black person. I don't care what happened unless it was something personal. Right. But what we, what we found is none of this gang violence is personal. These things are strangers for the most part. They're strangers. Right. So why would, why would the, the mass numbers, these aren't, these aren't after school fights that turn into gun, gun shootouts. Right. Mm -hmm. This is, this is culturally a matter of people saying, I wish I had a way out and I don't, I wish I had better and I'm frustrated. And since that is the case, I might as well be meek and weak and fall victim to what the white man has set me up to do. Mm. So I want to go back, you know, several weeks ago and we had to talk KG about uh, the citizens, the, not just even before that, um, the price of freedom. Mm. And we mm -hmm. talked about uh, we, you know, debated um, the price of freedom is blood, in your opinion. And in my opinion, the price of freedom is love. It sounds like as we've gone around this full circle that we do have a culture, Jay. <clears throat> what it is, is it's dormant. We have a dormant culture that needs to be basically, like Hex is saying, on the, like, that needs to be ignited. Mm. And the question is, what does ignite that? Because right now it is a culture and it seems to be very quiet. And just like stagnant water, mosquitoes start to come around it and start to play with it and start to do whatever, mm. unless you grasp it. And poison it. Yeah. And you grasp it and you say, because of the love I have for this culture, mm -hmm. I'm going to resurrect it from a dormant state. And that's where I have a situation that there's a lot of reasons, but there's not an excuse as to why it's laying dormant. Somehow or the other, we have to pick it up. And I agree with Irv. I would love it to be just... As Americans, we should have a culture as Americans. But we've seen that when we allow the masses to create the culture for us, it becomes a situation such as Christmas and Thanksgiving and Black Friday where they use it to they use it against us. They actually mm -hmm. put us in debt. They put us in places where we shouldn't be. So we have to seize it. So the question is, it's there. But it's laying dormant. Mm. But it takes the love of us to try to to, 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 to galvanize it for ourselves. Nobody's going to do that for us. You know, I was um I was I was listening to, to Irv brought a really good point about how um about it should be we should all be under the same umbrella. Like that's the the focus is to be one culture. Is to everybody be American, mm -hmm. right? I don't know how we have that. We don't have. We don't all have the same problems. That's like we don't ha all have the same problems, so I don't know how we get to the point where we're all one America when all Americans don't have the same problems. Like when uh, when somebody who has a, a certain pigment or a certain ethnicity and being American is in a certain situation, they gonna feel completely different. It could be all of the all of the uh, the factors could be the exact same except for your ethnicity. 
right. everything. You can make the same amount of money, the same family, the same education, the same career. You can have everything the same. But if one thing is different, you have a totally different set of problems than somebody else. I don't know how we get to the point where we all are in one accord with that issue. Well, I don't. Let me I say, well, this ahead. is Go the ahead. same way we got into uh, white women's suffrage. This is the same way we got into all of that was because Susan B. Anthony was speaking for women's suffrage. And she had the backing of Ida B. Wells until she started talking crazy out of her mouth. And you brought this to us easy. And I wish you had gotten to that only because it explains exactly how fractured you can be. And then you can understand how we get to nowadays with um, gay culture being able to step in front of us, uh, Dave Chappelle style, and being able to be more well respected because it's across the board. Mm. Whereas being black is so visual and acknowledged as such that it's way easier to just put it in the background and and just hope that we come along, even though you understand that this has already moved so much faster and so much farther than we could simply because there's just the assumption that there are way, way more accessible of them than there are people who simply are black. Mm. And that will always be looked at differently. And we will not all have the same problems. The difference is your ability to assimilate. And black people simply cannot assimilate in the same way that other problems will happen anywhere else, especially when they didn't say that gays were stupid. They didn't say that gays were three fifths of a person, three fifths of a person. Mm -hmm. They simply said that you can't pro procreate. You're not with God, so therefore, uh, you should be stoned. And then at some point, they were like, "Well, we're not going to stone them. We're just going to make sure that they can't say their name in public." Whereas, as black, you can't, you you don't have to say your name. You're always going to be seen as black. We used to have, as a community, we used to have sayings like, "It's a black thing you wouldn't understand." Mm -hmm. We used to acknowledge that there was a point in time where we, we, we could clearly remember when we couldn't go to college. We acknowledged when we couldn't read. It was against the law. We acknowledged that we couldn't have certain jobs because that's what they were because that's just the way it was. We couldn't play in the NBA. We couldn't play in the NFL. That's just the way it is. I don't care how good you are. So as a whole, we were united because we were feeling the same oppression consistently. We saw the same oppression consistently. First, it was the question about, is there black culture? Of course, there's black culture. I call it black history because you can't have the culture to me. You can't have the culture if that if it can't be without the history watered yes. and nurtured yeah. and, and 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 approved of no it's the expanse right? of it that makes it culture and that's what i think hex 
Hex, is that where you're going? Was like being able to have it with longevity is where it becomes culture, as opposed to it being a happening in the history is not culture. It's Claire, just a thing. Claire. First of all, let me clear. The, the answer to your question is is yes. We have a culture. The black folks' culture is intestinal fortitude, overcoming whatever obstacles that the other side has placed in front of us to prevent us from being on the same level as they are, first and foremost. It's unfortunate <clears throat> that it's still a debate and that the powers that be, if you look, if the press conference this week, it's amazing. Go into it. Get into it. Get into it. If you look who's standing behind Mitch McConnell this week when he made the statement about it, it just to clarify. Not just this week, but every week. Every week. So so this week Mitch McConnell said and, and a lot of people are saying that this was a slip of the tongue or he misspoke but a he was, faux pas. Yeah, he was saying that black Americans there's there's nothing Freudian wrong with slip. our voting system and that black Americans um voted as much as Americans, Americans. voted. Right? So and that was it. That, uh, apparently, he was supposed to be saying. I don't know if he was supposed to say as as much as white Americans, as ordinary Americans. Americans, real Americans, whatever he was trying to say. He fucked it up pretty bad. First, of all, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He made so, it clear that we're not Americans. But that's what he did when he, he made, made that statement. Standing behind him was the reflection of what he believes. Yeah, I truly believe America this is America. America. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was nothing but. White men yes. standing behind him when he made the statement. Okay, so on, on top of that, we have a segment of America that is determined to say that America is only conservative America. Repeatedly, every night, real Americans this, real Americans that. So, and and then they want to say the 74, 75, they're trying to dis, disrespect the 74 million people, the 75 million people that voted for Trump supporters. They're trying to disrespect the 74, 75 million people that believed in the people that supported the insurrection. All of this without saying the 81 million people or the majority of motherfuckers in this republic or democracy or whatever you want to call it, at the end of the day, the majority is supposed to rule. And you have been doing everything. If, if our voting rules and laws are so great, why are so many states working to change the rules? Mm. And why, why are so many states making all of these changes if our voting laws and rights are so perfect? And on top of that, how many times in a row have they lost the popular vote? When is the whole? Oh, when is the last time? I just want to throw that in. Y'all can the, eat the, that up. The last time out. they won the popular vote, the Supreme Court had to give them that. You know, that was a bone that the Supreme. No, Court that's had. not winning the, the popular mm-hmm. vote. That just simply means they decided yes, they, they to they go floor. Thank you. Yeah. Just go yeah, with yeah, the words, yeah. go with the words <laughs> I said. I wanted to say exactly what I meant. So that everybody can take the way they mistake the case. Anytime forty-five gets a chance to get in front of a mic, he will tell you that. If we let everybody vote, a Republican it's gonna be a bar- will never be yes. president of the United States. Yep. But also, you, you can never forget this. And this is what I, we're talking about culturally, about whether or not we can move the needle and, and proceed and, and grow and be and accomplish. It's not individualistic, and that's what happened. So as, as a single individual is able to accomplish anything... As they open certain doors for a few of us to accomplish things years ago so that they can say it's possible, which was, again, a setup. We can never, ever, ever forget the only reason we free is because white men were fighting amongst each other Mm. as to what was going to be the fair way to control the country. Power. 
So once again, we weren't free because we fought for it. We're not free because we, ov- we we overcame it. We're not free because we rebelled. We're not free because we quit picking cotton. We're not free because we said we're tired of you raping our women. We're tired of you making a population of people. We didn't, we're not free for any of those things. So the truth is, America is as shitty as it is today as it was 500 years ago. It is the same fucking country. Nothing has changed. Individually, niggas have stuff now. We got stuff. That's why Soledad is still trying to tell you where the fuck we live. That's why she's trying to tell you why we can't get better jobs. Why they won't police our neighborhoods correctly. Why we can't find seem to have education be a fair thing. Because it's still the same. We couldn't read before. What do they do now? They give us half the damn books. All of a sudden, we got the old ass school building. So if your parents make it out and get you to a new place, you have to tell yourself with your own self-pride and dignity. It's because my mom and daddy wanted more. They, they they wanted more, right? And how many of us are truly the offspring of mili- of the military, which gave you free housing, fact. gave you free gave you gave you uh, tax free groceries, gave you a gave you a dental plan, and gave you education. So what you found was so you found welfare. We can call it the military. We can call it welfare as a job program. Open doors for so many. But once again, that was only if we were willing to sacrifice our lives so that they could have. Once again, we we sacrifice our lives so we could have some cotton. We sacrifice our lives so we could act like we were a superpower. And nothing's changed. And just to clarify, uh, there are two things that I took out of what uh, Hex just said so memorably and perfectly gave being something that infers that we have been uh, giving a credit on our own lives as just being Americans and that means that you have been given a civil liberty that you did not earn even though they got their credit in citizenship through doing those things secondarily uh, it's the fact that unlike Haiti, we did not earn this freedom. Even though there are black people who died on the on the fighting lines, actually on both sides, to try to get that freedom. Instead, when Haiti rebuffed the people who tried to take over their place, they won that freedom. We as black Americans didn't win that freedom even though we were on the right side. Instead, we were just a part of a side that ended up getting the winning, but without having worked in the right way in terms of America to be able to back that up with laws and citizenship. But what was the punishment for it? The poorest country in the world. You talk about Haiti? Poorest country in the world. Oh, okay. How many countries said we will not do a trade embargo with you? We will not you we will not import and export anything with you. You're right about so that. So we're gonna punish you for finding your say freedom. Everybody made the right decision. I'm no, simply no. Oh, making wait, the wait, point wait, that wait, wait, wait. So we, we didn't so, get what they got. Uh, they so, got freedom. Uh, so so, um, so we up on it. Well, wait, wait, we're gonna, we gonna continue mm-hmm. this off pot. We up on it. Um I want full transparency. Y'all know I always like to let y'all know everything that's going on. We had no idea we were going to have this segment before At we started all. the show. We had no <laughs> idea. And this segment is 
fucking dope. You heard it just the way I heard it. Um, we gonna get. Well, I don't know. Everybody got a drink. I don't know if we need any more drinks. Double up. I might. I might. I might give me a shot of something. Yeah, I might give me one. Um, we will be back. Give me some of Nipsey said double up. <laughs> give me some of them drinks. Nipsey said double up. He did. Hex, give me one. U D K. Good vibe. You know, um, every year for me has like a theme, right? So 2020 was like, you know, it was fucked up. And 2021 was a little fucked up. 2022, I'm hoping, is is filled with good vibes and prosperity. I'm, I'm praying and I'm, I'm trying to manifest. Is what they call that? Manifest? manifest. Trying to manifest prosperity and good times Man, in 2022. Because we deserve it, God damn it. I missed that 444 year. Yeah, because me and you was in a good vibe. It was yes, we man. deserve it, man. We done been through so much shit, bro. The fact that everybody hasn't just lost their mind and just hurt somebody. Like I know some people have, but anybody who hasn't lost their mind and just hurt somebody just deserves a round of applause. They deserve kudos, <laughs> right, <laughs> bro? I'm I'm dead serious. 
the shit that you going through, the shit that somebody else is going through that make them act a fool that you not even think about, you don't give a fuck, but you going through your own shit. Mm-hmm. Kudos to but you. That, but that's the thing that I don't even want to assume. I'm not going to assume. I'm just going to tell everyone how it is. This group is built out of people who intrinsically love each other. You're not gonna use that word. Like, I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna big you up using that, that goddamn word. word. That's a good That's damn word. Yeah, I'm big you up for that word. Yeah, damn. Reason for that dictionary. Hey, like Joe, I already got five dollars in the in, in the pot. They're just gonna have to take it as it is. But like, there's like family love in this group. And that's even when the group is extended. It just is what it is. So let me explain to y'all. Like when something happens to one of us, and we do the the real cool thing and be like, "Yo, they're on location." Nah, we we actually are hurt. Oh, well, yeah. Like yeah. things are going on that we're not comfortable with. That we just don't want to have to express personal thoughts and personal information mm-hmm. out to the rest of y'all. Mm-hmm. Don't ever get this shit twisted. It's all personal. And if you understand that it's personal, then take all of that exactly the same way you take personal. All of our personal feelings about anything political, anything that is HBCU related, anything that is about black people, anything that is ever spoken on these mics is personal. Mm. Even when we try to make it not sound personal to y'all, because sometimes it ain't your business. Sometimes I was about to say that. Sometimes it's just like I like to use that. It, it ain't just ain't y'all business. So I say, hey, look, man, y'all, y'all, I've lost my mind. <laughs> I think I think that y'all see me and say, hey, well, look, J, you know, Jay says some stuff that's just crazy and it's just off off the chains. But guess what? I've lost my mind. But it's not a bad thing mm. because. There was some shit that I was carrying that mm. needed to be lost mm. and needed to be left behind. I can tell you personally, I've never seen you lose your mind on mic. I've only He's seen you. He's come close. Well, like, well, He's come close. No, but I, I don't even want to make a joke about it. I want to be perfectly honest so that sure. everyone knows how to take everyone here. We have our own different relationships and everything else, but please understand, like they're all connected. Whenever you have gone through something, no matter who you think you is, we have all been going through it because sure. it's all interconnected. We all do this together. We all think of each other as a unit. It's hard when somebody is going through something and you're mm. like, yo, I don't know how this is going to ex- is going to take place in my own universe. Uh, yes, I do agree. Um, but as much stuff we go through uh, personally as a unit, yeah, get back we to always where we try were. to yeah, we always try to bring y'all the real. We do have a lineup scheduled for y'all that we do try to get to. Sometimes the you know the spirit just moves us, right. and then we go into something <laughs> that we feel like we need to talk about. Um, one of the the things that we had in our lineup for this week, uh, so. I think last week we talked about Joe Biden, right? He had a speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was at, I think it was Atlanta Clark right. University. Yeah, he, he was talking. And he, he felt froggy, right? Mm-hmm. He was like, well, I'm going to talk again. I'm going to have a press conference. I'm going to have the first official press conference of the year to talk to you motherfuckers. Right. And um, I don't know if this is like a new... 
uh, a new vibe or a new lane that he's taking, but his tone and the way that he approached this speech was a little bit different than the way that he's approached his speeches. Adapted. Yeah, he's he's changed a little bit from the previous year. Right. Um, Hex, we talked in the war room a little bit about uh, about this lane that he's taking. So take us through it real quick as far as uh, Biden's speech. Man, as I hit y'all up and said, did y'all check this out? Mm. Uh, about four o'clock, uh, he decided he came on and he was going to step in with a little, you know, presidential update. Better yet, you know, which is I, I thought I thought, first of all. Somebody is smarter. Somebody getting smart over there. I know Simone is over there. Maybe they. <laughs> I'm keeping it honest. People are getting smart enough to start. They're starting to play a little bit of the chess. Mm -hmm. And and so having the speech, he stepped up and said, "You know, I'm gonna answer any questions after that you have." And I don't and and see. First of all, letting you know we can be presidential again. Yeah. Nobody's about to sit down. I'm not cutting anybody off. Facts. You know. And first of all, I'm not banning anybody. Mm. How refreshing is that to have mm. democracy back? Mm. But with the, in the midst of that, he went on to, to to give a detailed explanation as to if you you have to somehow decide that you're going to be honest enough with yourself to say, let's stop this judging where I stand. This is completely different. There is a disease, a virus that is about that is putting people in a position that for the first time, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people at a particular time could be unemployed mm. on a drop of a dime because we can't risk this situation. So now please understand, our economy is just as unsettled. Please come to grips with that because I know you, you, it's cute to play internet and play TV when you need to sensationalize a fault when you're not wanting to be honest as to exactly how we're here and he made it very clear which I thought was swag when he said look basically please not forget I got the COVID relief package passed mm. so when you're saying what has he done he got that he got that done If and what did I say months ago for all the people who were tripping get that money back I bet you won't oh, get them checks no. back. I bet you hell won't no. get them checks back. So in the midst of us being in a, in a in a situation we've never faced before, on the drop of a dime, and actually getting everybody to jump on board, let's keep it real. In a point in time where we knew we were so uncertain, we needed a little bit of stability. And I'll give you some details in a minute. I, I, I appreciated the way that he presented it because nobody... So you have, you have Fox. Like the big dogs in his Fox, Emerson... And seeing it, right? Mm -hmm. Those are big dogs when it comes to the media, right? And it seems like, of course, Fox ain't gonna, Fox ain't fucking with him. He do something right, and they don't give a fuck about what. No, turn not it talking off. None of that shit. Turn it off. MSNBC and CNN are still kind of. They're not really. They don't operate the same way Fox does. Who, when where the money come from? Right. When a Republican or somebody on the right does something right, then Fox News just jumps to it and is like, "Hey, this is what they did." MSNBC and CNN still kind of. Mm, like we were, and, but Biden took the time to be like, this is what we got right. This is what we got right. This is what we got right. He took the time to actually have a victory lap. He talked about that with, with Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. He said, when you have uh, Obamacare, when you pass it, talk Pre about it. Preach. You know what I mean? And, and, and Obama was like, no, we got more stuff to do. And Biden was like, no, 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 I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm going to take my victory lap yeah. about the shit that I'm I got done. I'm sorry, you said the victory lap. And he yeah. said, yes. remember when he said it was a year later? I can tell you. He said it was a year later that people started coming out with the stories. Let me tell you what happened to my wife. 
Let me tell you how that program helped save my mm. grandmother. Let me tell you what it did for me. That it, it had to, it had it needed enough time. Just stay. Yeah, just And without without being braggadocious, you're not gonna use that word. Bragged. God damn it, y'all not gonna double up on me now. Y'all not gonna use these words. Y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. So you know, I think he put himself in a position at this point where he said, "You're gonna have to you're gonna have to work with me." This is what this is what it is, but I'm not that bully that used to be up here. So we're gonna try and fact, figure it out. And we're gonna try and do it together. And I know some of y'all mad because we want because one side wants to do it together, mm-hmm. and the other side is like, I hate you regardless, right? But we yell we're Americans. Mm. That fake. They, they, you talking about super fake? So unfortunately, I, I, one of the things I kept stressing when we was in the little war room is I, I think people got to make sure they do this again like they did with Obama at the end. Don't forget, you got a side trying to not make it work. You know what I'm saying? So when you're in the midst of just saying, why can't he? I hope for some reason, and I only repeat it because I understand if it was repeated like so many other things get repeated, then maybe it would be a constant. So then the tricks wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. But people will see this for say, first of all, how much time has he been in office? A year or some change. A fucking year. How come he ain't fixed everything? Yep. What? You gave a guy four years to clown us all, embarrass the nation disrespect the Constitution, break laws, have it on tape, still get away with it, yell at people to this day, get banned from Twitter. <laughs> so, the president can't be on Twitter. So, yeah, so what are you I'm, talking I'm, about, I'm man? Jump, I'm going to jump in with this hex and um, say timing is everything sometimes. And not because someone is quiet or you hear, you know, you can hear a whistle in the wind. That doesn't mean things aren't going on. Mm. And, you know, know. And, and, and that being said, you know, yeah, I know you won't laugh, but it's Joe's plan. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> you, you, guys, you guys want to hear that. But, but sometimes it doesn't come off sexy. That's fact. It doesn't come off rah, rah. No doubt. Because when you're in the trenches and you're changing things, there's a lot of things that are going to happen that mm. are not going to be on. They're going to be behind the scenes. Come That's on. fact. And when he's ready to come out and say it, he's saying it. And some of the things that stuck out with me was um, when he talked about health care and he talked about these consultation bills of now, you know, people are just getting outrageous. Because, yeah. you know, I had a consultation for what, I'd see a bill for $200 for what, 15 minutes? And somebody, <laughs> somebody asking me questions that, you know. And, and that's you know, exactly what it is. They get paid and, by the question. And, 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 and he's addressing things like that. The second thing is $130 billion, um to keeping the schools open. Yeah, that you know that's a priority, and it is. But you know these things—they're they're happening behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But, but just because he doesn't come out and say it, or Kamala Harris doesn't say, "Hey, blah blah, look at look at what we're doing," it, it's happening. And then you know um, the Federal Reserve has been asked for more support, mm-hmm. and um, for you know we, we've yeah. created um, you know um, small, and you know this is something dear to my heart. Um, small businesses. He's 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 not allowing them to get kind of bullied by yeah, larger businesses. Exactly. And what's a large business? See, these are all things that come and then they, they're not on the radar, but they ultimately will be, you know, the key for, you know, they affect people. They, they affect people in everyday lives. So when you have a president like 45, who is good for clickbait and he's good for headlines and he's good for saying things that get people's attention and all that shit Mm -hmm. but the shit that he's doing is not helping people Joe Biden is the exact opposite it's hard to listen to Joe I'm just gonna put that out there I'll be 100% honest it's hard to listen to you bro but but the shit that you're doing 
is all. I'm with it. You talking about like you were saying. Mm-hmm. You talking about um have having the consultation bills, surprise bills. Mm-hmm. Yes, is what he called it. I don't want to have a conversation with my doctor and then find out that shit cost me three hundred dollars to ask you. What the fuck is wrong with that's you? Bullying. And I don't know. Like I don't know this conversation is costing right. me three hundred dollars. Like I don't want. And that's if, big pharma. I want. Yeah. You know what I want? I want when you come in, right? You come into the room. I want like a billboard or like a a, a like plaque a, or something over the wall. Like a and I know, right? The me like, Hold on. How much are you? Two questions is what? Go back out. That's I don't even know that. That's yes. seventy two fifty for two questions. Yes. It's like a com- you can get the combo. <laughs> you can get a question and a can you hit facts? Can you eat? Right. Can you eat the answer? How much is charades? Can we do that? It's bigger. That's than, gonna be bad. Bigger than the mailbox. Oh shit! Goddamn. So on top of all that, like what I really want to say is Joe just stepping to the line and saying what I did means everything for what they would call the boring politician. Mm. There you go. I don't need you to be flashy. Mm. I don't need you to simply stand in front of people and make them yelp and yell with the claps. Because guess what? We have learned for all of our lives in this world that half of y'all are lying, for one. Yes. More, more than half of you are lying. But on top of that, the efficacy of everything you're doing is almost nil. We don't even see in our own lives anything but anything but tax brackets moving slightly mm-hmm. and, use, and usually moving slightly for people who are well above anyone's tax, tax bracket yeah. that's not 1%. And that is devastating to the middle class that has almost evaporated in American culture in terms of what it can actually move the the steel with. And if you don't hear that, then you don't feel like voting matters, right? You don't feel like participation matters because you don't know how that shit affects you. But then when you have somebody who will actually tell you, hey, this is what I did for you, <clears throat> it may seem braggadocious, but at the end of the day, you need to know that. Because you see what your vote did, and you, at the end of the day, you need to know that. You know, it's, it's wild. <clears throat> After listening to, to somebody exaggerate bullshit for like four years, and then to have somebody come in, it, it seems like he was almost nervous to even speak about his accomplishments because it's like, I, I want to tell you what I'm doing, but I don't want to. Bullshit. Right. Right. <laughs> the, the first question, the first question they had was, do you think you overpromised? That right. was the first question. Right. Which right. is wild because my promises are only as good as the, the opportunities I have to make them. And true. the people Thank that want to work you. with Thank me bring them to fruition. Yes. I got a whole party. Yes. Right. That's just, that's a, it's, it's, all Definitely. I want to do is say no. It, my, my whole, it was wild. I, I don't know if you guys heard about it, but uh, McCarthy was in a meeting with his with his house reps and mm-hmm. he basically said, you know, it's it's one thing to be the minority party and just always be able to say no. Mm-hmm. It's different when you actually have the opportunity to govern. You know, talking about what's going to happen if they were to get mm-hmm. the, the majority in 2022. But, but think about that. These jokers, it, it's wild. If you let them talk, they'll tell you the truth. Right? Oh, all yeah. You have to do is be listening, you right? So I've been sitting here all this time just saying no. I, regard, anything that you suggest because you're on the other side I'm going to say no to. It doesn't matter if it's, it's if it's something that's good for the right. American people. And I'm telling you this up front. Up front. 
That's how gangster it is. That's how non-American. And I still got enough people that's going to support me strictly. Like he said, like Joe Biden said, tell me what the Republican Party is for today. Can you can you you tell me? I'm suggesting this to solve this problem, and I'm suggesting this to solve that problem. What are they suggesting? What what are they running on? And then your boy Mitch McConnell came back and said when they asked him, my man said, well. If we win, I'll tell you about it after. Right. Now, we, we have not give no ideas. Right. We can't give you, you no ideas. You don't need to run on no platform besides we're the opposite of whatever the Democrats or the, or the libs are saying. Mm-hmm. One, because they're waiting on the idea to come out so then they can piggyback it and steal oh. it. Two, <laughs> oh, you, you know they're going to steal it because they're going to block it when it's our idea and they're going to put a twist on it, <clears throat> call it something new, and then act like they, they've accomplished something. The same way, again, as as as, uh, as as President Biden brought up, what is what has transpired up up to this point hasn't been bragged on at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a there's a. Uh, 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 a politician, the brother from Louisiana, he was on Bill Maher, and he broke down these seven things that he had, they had already accomplished. And I and I wish I had him to spit them off the top of my head here today. So if you get a chance to check that out, we'll get him. Uh, it's a black guy who's a representative out of, out of uh, Louisiana who was on Bill Maher's show a few a few uh, months like back. The way he's smoking, dude, is right? no, no, no. This is, this is <laughs> come on, bro. This is a real actual uh, congressman and senator as we speak. So nonetheless, his point was that he was trying to say if people only knew what we were doing. And had done, and he couldn't. He was like, he basically was trying to admit his arms were tied as far as someone deciding to do it. Yes, everyone sees that 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 makes perfect sense at this point. Since they're always trying to dog you, you might have to tell these stupid fuck people. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) What actually has already happened? What's in your favor? What you're already benefiting from, what's about to happen in six months or nine months or eight months, whatever that. Again, and and once again, when we talk about my man with the ta- with the top ta- the uh, child tax credit, come on, people felt that y'all who got kids, you felt that. Oh hell yeah! You know what I'm saying? A little more, a little bread up front, and you were like, hold hell on, yeah. like, okay, well, if, yeah, getting a little uh, bit, you get like what two hundred something dollars a, uh, a month, yeah, per child. You're like, okay, yeah. all right, and I can appreciate. it. I can appreciate the idea that the country, that's something doable or possible. Now, in the future, we can never say we can't. We know we can. If somebody's mm-hmm. in need and there's a group that's hurting and we got the funds to do it, here you go. Get your stuff back. Get back on your feet. Get mm-hmm. right. Get right. So it sounds like basically uh, that from what I heard from Joe Biden's address speech, whatever you want to call it, it just sounds like somebody's listening. It sounds like if somebody's listening to, because what he brought up, the things that he brought up were things that it sounds like the people were crying out for. And that's and that's pretty much okay. what I took from it. He was so, talking about stuff that matters. He, 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 didn't, right. he didn't mention how big no fucking crowd was. Right. He, he, <laughs> right. he didn't speak on the he was. <laughs> we, we've got an actual adult in the room that's yes. talking about so, the yeah. trials and tribulations of America as a country as opposed to, or oh, they've stolen the election from me in 2020. Sure. And right. we need to relitigate that election. Yes. I need all these false people in Arizona yeah. and Michigan and all these other places to relitigate 2020. Our country's supposed to be fucking moving forward. Sure. Why the fuck are we supposed to be going backwards on the account of one character's ego? So, 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 um, they brought up uh, the fact that he wasn't able to uh, get enough votes for the John Lewis Act. 
Right. So they brought that up. Shocker. Right. Yeah, because no Republican would support it. And two <laughs> Democrats said, fuck you. Um, no. Shout yes. out to man. Some of the same people who were sucking John Lewis' dick when he died. Yes. Let me tell you what's so gangster to me. It is the fact that they know America's, the, the country's watching you, or the results will be shared of what your response is as to how this will affect Negroes in America. It's 2022. And you said to yourself, I don't care how many cameras you got, how many websites you put me on, how many papers you might still be able to print my face on and tell this story. I'm telling you, no, y'all shouldn't be able to get A, B, and C today. So, so, when, I, so, so, so when they brought that up, right, they brought that up about the bill. So I was like, well, we know we've heard John Lewis Act voting rights. We've heard that, right? Yep. But... How many of us really know what, like what it says? What, what the meat and potatoes of it is, right? Because I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, all right, well, there, there has to be something in it that's mm-hmm. just way over the top, something that's too much. So I looked it up. You know okay. how I do. I looked it up. Let's go. So, like, all right, so facts. Like, so election day as a federal holiday. Does that seem like too much? That's crazy. People is that too much? All, everyone, it's, it's too every, much for Joe Manson. That allows everyone to vote. It will okay. stop. Yes. Okay. Exactly. So let's go to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Nope. Online. Same day voter registration, so you can you can register for damn near anything else online. Not even there, just online before yes. you get there. But this is too much. Is nope. that part too? Is that no, too yeah, no, because we can't slow that down through the nope. mail system if we do no the Negroes. Too convenient. What that? Too convenient. All right, th- this might be the one. Uh, restoring voter rights to formerly incarcerated people convicted of felonies. Aren't like they they're not still Americans. Haven't they paid their price? Yeah. Are they still American? They and are. in many cases, no. they do get their rights. Some, some no. do, but too many they don't. But unfortunately, they, they tend to vote Democrat. <laughs> we already, <laughs> already agree that African Americans were not citizens. What are you talking about? Okay. But they are rehabilitated. You're right. Okay, Mitch was right. But African Americans are not rehabilitated. I'm talking about the people. If we were rehabilitated, then they would be fine with us voting. Let's Let's think about this. Uh, greater federal protections and oversight for voting in U.S. territories. Greater oversight. Which Ooh. is exactly greater oversight. So you trying to make sure these ways right? No, 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 no. Please understand. Please understand. This is the response <laughs> to anybody's idea about Puerto Rico or Guam or uh, District of Columbia having voting rights. Please understand that's mm, yeah. what that means. All right, and this, this is the last one that kind of stuck out to me. They kind of kind of boggled my mind. Um, gives cybersecurity grants to states and and directs the EAC to strengthen cybersecurity standards for voting equipment. Weren't we just having to think? Didn't like some, I think it was Fox just got sued or My Pillow dude mm-hmm. just got sued for talking shit about oh, the My voting Pillow dude. equipment. They're, they're, by they're, they're being sued by the man. Smart, yes. smart man. Mm-hmm. So the so the bill says, you know what? Let's strengthen the cybersecurity on these pieces of equipment that we use. And the problem was like, no, nah, no, nah, we good. Mm-hmm. No, nah, we good on that. We, we, we're just trying to find out how to break into those. So which part Don't of this? Which part of this is standing out to you? Is wrong? Like what part well, is fucked up? Well, Man. hold up. Uh, I, no. was, I was I was online next, so let me just go ahead and say this out loud because I've been holding on to this and I've been wanting to say this. This is where black people have missed the boat. This is where liberals have missed the boat. 
Please understand that the only thing that's going on here is people understanding who writes history. Because we think we understand our history. We think we have understood what actually happened to us. And even liberals talk about, you know, yeah, we can take pride in the fact that we freed the slaves. We can take pride in how we did this for these people and this, that, and the other. No. When we talk to and hear from Trump and McConnell, all they're saying is, we understand that history is written by the people who win the wars. And the only weakness that we have is the fact that we don't get that. Because they already know if we just simply outlast them, we can write whatever the fuck we want to put into history. And y'all motherfuckers are just going to read about it 60 years later and be like, oh, that's what happened. And there will always be the stragglers. There will always be the five percenters. There will always be the black Israelites. There will always be the people on Times Square or in whatever city you live in who are going to tell you about what really happened from their point of view. But the problem is that we don't understand that if there is not a, like we talked about culture before, Mm. if there isn't something that is absolutely absolutely liturgious that is absolutely ding, ding. long lasting and provides two more dollars even. And, pro- <laughs> and, and that's and you're right but every, every, something that absolutely provides coverage in terms of what is standing out that you can hold on to it means nothing and Trump understood that 45 understood that as long as we win, we can write the story however we want to. And white people have understood that whenever they have been those type of white people in history. I'm not going to put that on every white people, but I'm definitely going to tell you anybody who rewrote the history, rewrote it because somebody won and other people had to be the bad guys. Oh, I, I agree 100%, bro. <clears throat> history is written by the victors. Yes. It would be shame if a decade, two decades from now, the history of our country does not include democracy. <clears throat> and this time right now will be part of what dictates whether or not our democracy will survive. And I got to tell you, bro, if, if we're going to keep on going at the rate we're going, I'm not that optimistic. Huh. This is an opportunity for our entire country to kind of see everything that's going on and who's benefiting from from it. It is a moment for, I think, to be honest, they're playing their card a little too hard. With the article I sent about the the wealth gap Mm. and the 29 men who made $170 billion in the last 24 months tripled their wealth because they own the things that are making us dependent based on our circumstances and how we're living right now. And people don't understand it's a game. It's a game. So as we debate it, it's because we're looking for for some freedom. We're looking for justice and peace because we don't want much because we'll get our own. The fear that is why I think 
we're always going to struggle with is because we understand someone someone is consistently moving. They they keep changing the game. But what we have realized, I think more than anything, is right now we got them on their heels. Mm. That's why I, that's why I'm still dug in it. Versus like, man, you can't. There's nothing we can do. No, I'm acknowledging all the little all, all the little times we do chip away at the wood and, and get something accomplished. Because let me tell you, the reason they keep making more laws is because we keep getting closer to the prize. Mm. And they know the minute we get to a point where everybody sees that being just, being good doing it the right way, still making your paper. Because that, that's the one thing that they, I think they've confused. We ain't about people stopping making the profit so that the capitalism will stop. We're saying, why can't you do everybody right so everybody can make you some more money? Mm-hmm. Give you a few more taxes. So on and so on. The trickle down you claim is supposed to work so perfectly. Real talk. Here we are. The reason they keep changing the voting laws Cause they're afraid of what happens if we vote. Hell yeah! If you don't hear that, you don't you don't hear me. Yes, yes. As, as a country, until we get to the point where <clears throat> equality for some is e- oppression for others, we always gonna be gonna be a repetitive cycle of bullshit. And we, but we gotta just keep chipping away. Just like just like Hex was saying, we gotta keep chipping away small victories. And I know it don't seem like a lot because we want everything to happen right now today. But it's just like it's like football. It's like, can you just give me four yards? Me, I know we gotta get. I know we gotta get a hundred. I know like, we gotta get a hundred. It's like you, chopping wood. Yes. Can you give me? Can you give me four yards of carry? If you give me four yards of carry, we gonna win. We, we, we gonna win. Down every, all that's, time. that's all we. That's all we need. <laughs> hear me, hey, hear, take us out. Hear me when I say this. Hear me when I say this. All y'all, real talk. Can y'all imagine if tonight we was trying to go out? Fellas, let's get us a couple burgers, couple steaks, couple sandwiches. And we couldn't go where we wanted to go. That that's not that's our generation. We 70s babies. Real talk. For my sister's generation, she was born without the ability for us to have civil rights. Just a couple years before. So the notion that when she was three, four, five, it was like, we was just being able to vote. We was just being able to go into the store. What? And I think sometimes that's what I would keep talking about. We were talking about earlier about the generations and the culture. If we can get some people to, to peep game once again, we can do this if we do it together. And, it's, and, and since we're all the culprit, that's why it seems like it's so easy for us to become united. I, I just, I just know it's doable. Yeah. And and, and the main and the main factor is, look at where we were. Look at where we are. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge that growth, in with the same team playing against us. We keep playing the same. We keep playing the same Washington Generals. We go, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We the Globe Trotters of this. Mm-hmm. You know, I I said something at, at the last break, and I know. Um, Hey, G, I didn't mean this as a joke. When I said Pete Carell, and I talked about the Princeton offense, we have the ball in our hands right now. The bottom line is what that offense does is stretches it out. Better teams have to conform to the idea that they can't get the ball back. We have to learn to hold the ball a little bit longer Mm. and not let people know. Not let people know what our next move is going to be. And that's okay. why I keep going back to that kind of idea of it may not be sexy. 
It may not be whatever, but when are you going to come out? I don't know when you're going to come out. What is, what is it that drives these people? I don't understand. And that is the, the control we have if we have the ball in our hands. The day we give it up, they're stronger. They can they can they can they can figure some things out. They can they can they can do some things around our head. Hold on to the ball. Mm. And I, I said it as a joke. I said it as a not. I didn't say it as a joke. I really thought about that. But please don't take that as a joke. We we right. have more control than we think. Irving, and we are. I like your analogy. It's dope. The only difference is both teams have the same opportunity to win when the game stops. Sure. Real life. We not don't. So, not so much. We don't. Mm. I feel you. Yeah. But with that being the case, we only got. See, here's here's the best part about it. This is why I know it. To always remain optimistic. We already know we up against it anyway. And we always you know, we, we got to look. You know, all the things we could talk about, all the different avenues, all the different the different social groups, all the different categories where we lose out. So we already know that's our reality. If that is the case, and we still continue to chip away, mm-hmm. then we get somewhere when we know the truth is we up against it no matter what. Give me four Debo yards. is on the block. Just give me four yards. That's all I need. I don't need you. To, I don't need y'all to give me 20, 20, 30. I need you to give me four yards. Um, it's been a great show. Uh, I really hope y'all enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoy giving it to y'all. Um, I know uh, everybody got a podcast. Right, everybody has a podcast. Well, but y'all ain't doing podcasts in the way we doing it. I just, I, I know, I, I, I kind of feel like Joe Biden right now. Well, I, I, I don't want to be too braggadocious. Don't say that, man. I, I kind of don't want to be too braggadocious. But nobody's giving y'all podcasts, and we're giving y'all podcasts right now. Let me just talk my shit. Can I talk my shit for a minute? Talk. Uh, we we we, we at the end of it. You are Joe Biden it's or Adderall. Great... Go ahead, give it up. <laughs> Man, <laughs> let me say something. Uh, we up on it. We, 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 we got time. We, we up on it. Um, it's been a wonderful pod. Hex, I know you're about to say something, so go ahead and say it and then take us out. Because you, you up first. So shout outs. Hex, shout outs. Shout out to everybody who's listening. Yes. Shout out to everybody who's been listening. Shout out to everybody who responds. Shout out to everybody in the Discord. Yes. Shout out there to everybody who believes in, in the conversation making a difference. Shout out to the fact that we're doing it and no one else is doing this. And we and and that's the biggest thing I'm proud of is that again, when I always say people always complain that don't nobody want to do nothing. I wish they would just fix it. Well, we're gonna have to talk about it to figure it out mm. to get to a point where maybe somebody will get in place to fix it and I believe in that all day and exactly. that's a process but again thank y'all for being here yes Herb shout I know we didn't have a show on Monday but I want to shout out MLK first and foremost <clears throat> um, and I want to shout out to um, it's actually actually it's unfortunate I want I want to do it in reverse it's, it's, it's ironic that the same things that MLK was preaching back in his time and he's been assassinated for I don't know how many years or 68 how many how many of MLK's speeches and sermons can you equate to today mm. Mm. JR shout out oh man shout out to everybody who thinks that um as long as you're breathing, there's a chance. 
and there's a chance for change. And shout out to our president this week, Joe Biden, um, just for stepping up and just acknowledging some things that we didn't hear. His balls dropped. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And and, and so, um, like, like I said, guys, as long as we have a breath, man, we got a chance. And now, now if, if that, if if if, if I can't, if I'm not breathing tomorrow, then I don't have a chance. But to, but today, I got a chance, and I'm going to make a difference. So, shout out to everybody who feels that way. Mm. KG, shout out. Shout out to everybody who believes that. Even if it's not going to work, it's worth it. Please understand, it's worth it. It doesn't matter if it happens in your time. It doesn't matter if it happens in front of your face. It matters because we fight because we were born to fight. Please understand that minuscule like additions are not even worth us acknowledging when we are fighting against hundreds of years of actions and premonitions that come true every fucking day against us. And people try to minimalize those and say, oh, but you know what? You did get this. No, that's not enough. And we have to be the people who fight for the people who are only going to get a minuscule thing in front of them that is going to be something. Yeah, it does mean something when somebody doesn't get 500 years for selling weed. It does. When you can separate them from being the violent people from cocaine cowboys of the 80s and this, that, and the other, you're not them. And that's not as important as just black people being taken care of in the same way as poor white people Mm. if you can just get to the level of poor white people you probably have a whole different life and you can get more people to look at life in the same way that you do but the thing is we have never been accepted as anything less than than three-fifths of a person and therefore we're still not citizens and we will continue to look like people who aren't citizens until our larger group acknowledges us as true citizens. Facts. We're going to continue to fight for that on this platform. Yes. Because we are those people. Somebody got to do it. Somebody got to do it. <clears throat> Shout out. It ain't going to be Mitch McConnell. <laughs> <laughs> Addison. Cocaine uh, Mitch. Cocaine Mitch. Cocaine Addison. Uh, shout out to anybody who has ever listened to this podcast. Shout out to anybody listening to this podcast. Shout out to anybody who will listen to this podcast. Bookmark it. Save it for later. Listen to it. Oh shit, this shit is dope. They pass it on. Somebody else listen to it. Oh shit, this shit is dope. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we're going to do this again next week because y'all can't get rid of us. Hex, give me one. U D K. Got me on your IG, IG. Reading all your captions yeah. Hoping it got something to do with me Is it still a vacancy? Is it still pillows on your mattress? Right there where you know that I should be Do you listen to my words and know they bout you? 
Missing how I made you feel like no one else could do Keep it G Lately I've been wondering Do you ever think of me? Do you ever think back?